So now here you are on Hard Facts with me on 99.3 Nigeria Info. What reforms does the EFCC need? What reforms does the EFCC need? We've all been following the saga of Ibrahim Magu, the EFCC chairman. He's facing corruption charges in front of a panel set up by the president. And one of the big questions that the case has raised is whether the EFCC's structures are not efficient enough to stop looting from inside. And that brings me to our big hard fact today. The presidential panel probing the EFCC is accusing former acting chairman Ibrahim Magu of not accounting for 332 confiscated properties. Now, let's be modest and say that each of those properties is worth 10 millionaire. We're being modest here. We're being very modest here. That means that the value of the properties lost to the Federation is over 3.38 billion. So this clearly is not a small matter. The EFCC is set up to stop financial crime. But if it cannot stop financial crime even within its own organization, what hope does the rest of Nigeria have? So let's have that conversation today about the Mago case. But let's, let's also look at the, the, the systemic problems that this case has exposed and how it can be fixed. Here to talk to me about it is a uh, political analyst. He's also uh, a security expert who is a former assistant director for the State Security Service. Dennis Amakri, good to have you on the show. Okay, so we seem to be having uh, connection problems, but we're going to solve that problem. Uh, I think he's... he's uh, can you hear me now? Yes, we can. Hello? <laughs> Hello. Hello. Yes, we can hear you now. All right. Okay. Okay. So we're having this conversation uh, via, via Zoom with uh, Mr. Macri. And you, of course, can watch on Facebook or YouTube, Nigeria Info FM. I, I also want to hear from you, Lagos. What do you think about the details of the Magu case that you've been hearing? What do you think needs to be done to strengthen the EFCC, if you like? Now, uh, Mr. Macri, let's start with the panel itself and the nature of Ibrahim, Ibrahim Magu's questioning. Does it appear to you that Magu is currently under arrest? Well, he's under arrest in the sense that he cannot go back to his house. And then he... Okay, so we're having uh, serious connection uh, problems with uh, Mr. Macri over there. So we're going to have to end that uh, Zoom connection and perhaps uh, get in touch with him over the phone. So what we're going to do is switch gears and call him on the phone and then uh, continue this conversation. But Lagos, of course, uh, you can send us your thoughts via WhatsApp. You can send us your thoughts via uh, Twitter at Nigeria Info FM. Please don't call us because we're trying uh, to get in touch with our guest on the show. When Nigeria last lasts, and sometimes uh, Nigerian network will not allow you to, you know, do gengen things, <laughs> do Oibo things. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So we will get in touch with him over the phone and then continue this conversation. So I, I, found, I found it curious. The first thing he said on the show today, the first thing he said was that... Um, 
it does appear that Magu is under arrest in a sense that, well, yes, he's not um, in his house. You know, he's not going home and because he's not going home. Yes, you could say that he is under arrest. So um, we're going to we're going to probe that assertion some more when we get Dennis Amakri back on the line. I mean, he has been detained in a police station for several nights, Margo, so um, perhaps to some people that is, that he, that means that he is you know, under arrest. But uh, Amakri may have a different opinion. Mr. Amakri, welcome back to the show. Yeah, thank you very much. Sorry about the terrible connection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so okay. you were saying in the sense that he's not at home, um, one could say that he is under arrest, yes? Of course he's under arrest because um, <laughs> he was invited to the panel mm. and then uh, from questioning, after questioning him, they do they won't let him go home. Uh, so that's arrest. Anytime your movement is restricted uh, from what you really want to do, it's an arrest. So I think, yes, he's under arrest. Okay, yes, he's under arrest. So the president uh, set up a special panel to investigate allegations against him. I've seen some of the questions um, that um, people have posed about the legal status of such a panel. I mean, it's not a law enforcement agency empowered by law to investigate or interrogate a suspect. So if Magu is under arrest, by what power is this panel investigating him? And if, well, you have said he's under arrest. So by what powers is this panel investigating him? A a panel can be set up by, a panel is a fact-finding body. You know, and during the fact-finding, you don't need any law to back you up to to do the fact-finding. You know, so as long as uh, the fact-finding is going on, um, they don't want him to go so that he might not interfere with uh, the investigative process. And uh, I think uh, they have to keep him there. Uh, until they finish what they are doing. Now, at the, at the end of this panel, hmm. all the findings will be used in either, if he find, if he's found culpable, will be sent to court and will be prosecuted. But uh, if he's found to be innocent, then he will be let go to go back to his family. Hmm. Hmm. You know, the president uh, has, of course, removed him from office pending the investigation, he says. Do you think Mago should have waited for the president to do it or do you think he should have stepped aside himself? If I was Mago, as I've said before, I will resign because uh, with all the things that are happening and all the revolutions and all the activations, his image is in question. And uh, when you occupy a very, very important uh, position like that, your integrity must be number one. Hmm. Immediately it is being questioned. I think the best thing for you to do, if you respect yourself, is to let go and go home. Hmm. Especially if you feel that you are innocent. Hmm. You know, the, re- the, the reason I'm asking that is because um, there, there really isn't any coming back from this for Mago. Is there? What, what I mean is, I so. yeah, what I, I mean is, how can an acting EFCC chairman who is investigated for corruption, arrested yeah. by the police, interrogated uh-huh. by a panel, 
come back uh-huh. to the office after being cleared and still enjoy legitimacy. I mean, wouldn't he have lost the respect and confidence needed to do that job successfully? That's what I said. Mm. He needed uh, his integrity to be number one. Uh, in fact, if I was him, it's because uh, Nigerians, uh, you know, they don't resign from jobs. They, f- they feel that uh, it is a God-given uh, one-time opportunity that they must stay until they die, including politicians, you know. So even when the uh, Senate uh, rejected his uh, confirmation twice, I expected him to leave because um, why should a group, a Senate for that matter, say that they don't want me? And then I want to be there by force. You know, it doesn't make any sense. Hmm. Doesn't make any sense, he says. Uh, Lagos, let me let me hear from you for a bit. Huh? Should Magu have stepped aside once the panel summoned him or should he have waited for the president to suspend him? I'm not going to take calls uh, because unfortunately uh, we cannot have the guests on the phone while uh, you are calling. We're still trying to sort out, sort out that um, technicality. But you can send us a WhatsApp message and you can get in touch via Facebook. We're streaming this conversation on Facebook, Nigeria Info 99.3. And we have WhatsApp, 080-959-75805. Do you think that Magu should have stepped aside once the panel summoned him? Or do you think he should have waited for the president to suspend him? I can't take calls, so I'm not going to be taking any calls right now. But send us a WhatsApp message, 0809-5975805. Uh, 0809-5975805. You can also uh, get in touch via WhatsApp. WhatsApp is, uh, well, that's WhatsApp, 0809-5975805. Get in touch via Twitter at Nigeria Info FM. Um, and get in touch on Facebook, Nigeria Info 99.3. We've got um, Sunday from Ojo who says, I don't even blame Magu, but the federal government. How can't they put somebody for five years as acting chairman, even when the House rejected him as chairman, but federal government continued to keep him as acting chairman? Kayo Day from Ikotun says, Magu under arrest is as a result of the fact that he needs to answer to his misdeeds. Let him answer the question of the panel. However, now that we know that things must be done in the right perspective, imagine that from the onset, DSS gave reports on Magu, hence the refusal of Saraki-led Senate refused to approve his chairmanship post for over a, a, a long, for a very long time. All right, Coyote. Uh, thank you for sending that message in. We've got another person here who says, I think the problem can be resolved if another agency can be created so that um, the EFCC can be used for investigation while the other agency used to remit the fund that has been recovered. That's a message from Alfred. We've got another message here from Calvin who says, you see this EFCC palava eh, and only God. For me, I think the EFCC should be scrapped and reshaped from the foundation. Magu's appointment in itself was shrouded in conspiracy. He was rejected twice for God's sake. He should have stepped aside without being told to do so. The federal government failed us again. Mr. Macri, let's look at the allegations themselves. The the news agency of Nigeria, the government's own news agency, has released some parts of the report. One of the major allegations is that 332 pieces of real estate confiscated by the EFCC under Mago's watch cannot be accounted for. Now, I'm trying to understand how that is possible. The EFCC confiscates these houses, sells them, and a record is kept. 
So either the houses are still owned by government or the EFCC can account for the money that um, they sold for uh, from these houses. How can houses not be accounted for, Mr. Macri? Which source uh, did you quote? That, news Agency uh, of Nigeria. The, Niger- the Nigerian News Agency. Oh, News Agency. Yes. Okay, if the News Agency says that um, they have uh, found an allegation of uh, how many houses now? They're 332. Uh, 332. Hmm. That's a lot of houses. That's a village. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, if... Uh, that's the case. Um, yeah, there is nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong in finding it because, of course, the addresses are there and they will be documented. They can't you know, find the uh, houses. Oh, they cannot find the houses. That means the title has changed hands. The, 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 there's no money out. for the house and the, exactly. the, the, it's and not the accounted for. cannot be found. Yes. Yeah. That means the houses have been sold. You know, they cannot just disappear. Those are landed properties. They cannot disappear. So they've been sold, and then uh, the money used uh, somehow. Now, one of your callers just said it, that another agency should have been formed to take care of recovered property while the EFCC concentrates itself into investigation. Hmm. And I agree with him perfectly, because, you see, this idea of recovering money and keeping it yourself... In fact, he should have taken all the monies to central bank, you know, and let them keep them there. But instead, he was keeping it. He was the judge. He was the detective. He is the confiscator, and he is also the custodian. There is no way he cannot take it, no matter how, no matter how saintly it's going to be. He definitely will pinch. He will pinch some of it. Hmm. Hmm. You know, this is not the first time that we're hearing about confiscated houses not being accounted for. Last year, yeah. Attorney General Abubakar Malami accused Magu in a memo to the president of auctioning them off without informing him. Now, I've seen I've seen some argument about whether or not the EFCC needs to inform the Attorney General before selling confiscated property, as long as they remit uh, the proceeds to the Consolidated Revenue Fund. What do you say to that? Uh, well, I don't think... Uh, in fact, you see, that's one of the biggest problems that uh, Magu is facing, because he was not reporting to his supervising military. You know, all the cases are supposed to be prosecuted by the Ministry of Defense, headed by the Attorney General of the region. You know, so like we said, he will investigate, and after investigation, whatever findings he gets, he will hand them over to the Attorney General. But now, instead of uh, handing over to the Attorney General, he was already executing them. You know, he was going to court without telling the Attorney General and sometimes he goes to court with high-profile cases and he loses it, you know, because the rich, the, the, some of these criminals are very rich. They can hire the best lawyers, you know, and then without, it's an investigative agency, not a prosecutorial one, whereby they have lawyers who will prosecute cases. So when he goes there, he loses the cases, and sometimes he gets houses that he sells them, without accounting for it. It was like a, a law unto himself. Hmm. And uh, that, that I think, 
compile this problem. If you just joined the show, we have uh, Dennis Amakri, who is uh, a security expert as well as a political analyst and a former uh, assistant director of the State Security Service on the show with us. And we're talking about the kinds of reforms the EFCC needs. This is Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. I am Sandra Ezekwesili. Now, back to those 332 houses, Mr. Amakri. Um, like you said they are not physically missing, right? They are still in place. Yes, they are not. Can these houses not be reconfiscated? Do the land registries not have the latest documentation showing the new owners? Because I'm wondering why the panel is still asking Margo to account for the houses instead of simply rep- uh, repossessing them, tracing the buyers, bringing them to, in to testify about how they became the owners. Yeah, he knows what he has done with the houses. You know, it's like me coming to investigate you and then I know that you have a house and I seize it, you know, and then I go ahead and then sell it. Yeah, so um, a new owner has come up already. So he is the one, he is the one to tell us where these houses are. House number one, would you sell it to? And then we'll go to that person, recover the documents and whatever. And then, of course, he will record, he will uh, remit the money back to the person, you know, which I don't think uh, he's having right now because most of his money might have been frozen. So these are these are these are very complicated issues. I don't know what they are going to do. Uh, the court will decide on what they, whether they want to retrace those houses. Because uh, those houses are supposed to be part of the evidence of whoever has been arrested or investigated and uh, found culpable of uh, the offense that they were accused of. Hmm. You, you know, when Malami uh, first brought up this issue of house auctions, huh, I went online to the EFCC website to see if they have a list of confiscated property there. And there wasn't yes. one. This is the main public. There was none. none. This is the main uh, public facing platform of the EFCC where they can show us what properties are in their possession and how they are handling them or disposing of them. But they don't have anything there. Why why isn't the EFCC more transparent about the assets under, under its control? Because those houses were being dealt with under the table. Mm. You know, um, in fact, if nobody or if this investigation didn't come up, we will not know that houses of this magnitude were even uh, confiscated from their owners. You know, now we are not, we are talking of houses, we are not talking of uh, vehicles, uh, ships, island even ships, where, 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 where seized. Yeah. So where are all these uh, properties and uh, what has it done with them? I think he has serious questions to answer. What what can we do to improve this so that things like secret auctions and under-the-table deals don't happen? How do we improve it? Uh, to improve something like this, mm-hmm. first of all, don't allow him to be the investigator and at the same time the prosecutor. You know? His own job, or let me put it this way, the EFCC should be responsible only for investigations of allegations bordering on financial crimes. 
And of course, the EFCC should not be a debt collection agency whereby somebody is owing you uh, 200,000 naira or 100,000 naira, you go and report to them and then they go and harass the person and get paid. You know, that is not it. We are talking of good money, whereby if somebody defraud the country of millions and millions of billions of naira or dollars, yes, the EFCC will come after you. Our people will be scared. Right now, it has got to a level where the ESCC has lost its gusto, whereby when they say, okay, ESCC is looking for you, you know that, okay, no problem. You call your lawyer and go down there, and it will be settled. You know, so this separation of functions have to be very, very definite. I don't know whether they want to put it under, create another agency. We keep on creating agencies in this country. You know, just allow the EFCC to do the investigation and recognize all those things to be seized. And when they are seized, just put them into one kind of either government ministry of works or property or something. Uh, if it is a ship that is seized, let it go to Nigerian shipping agency or somewhere. <laughs> So that those things will be accounted for and then you can cross-check with the EFCC. You know, all these things, where are they? They are here, they are here, they are here, and they can be verified. Mm. Okay, if the government now decides to say, auction them, sell them off, mm. then it will be an open auction where everybody will say, okay, let me go and bid and see whether I can get a house or a car, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. or even a motorbike or mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is quite the thing. Lagos, let me hear from you for, for a bit. Remember, you can't call us just yet. I'm, I'm going to talk to you on the phone. But right now, I just want to read your messages because um, we have technical issues that prevent us from um, having our guest on the line while we take your calls. So please just send us messages via WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 080. 959-75805 Tweet at us at Nigeria Info FM and share your thoughts on Facebook we're streaming this conversation live Facebook is Nigeria Info 99.3 Again, WhatsApp is 80 959 What do you think about over 300 houses going unaccounted for? What do you think about that? What do you think about the EFCC's internal processes for tracking these properties? We've got uh, this person who said that uh, Samuel from Ejibo says he should have resigned before the 9th Senate since the 8th Senate, uh, Senate refused to confirm him, but he decided to arrange pension benefits to avoid stories that touch in order for him not to be stranded since his confirmation is not guaranteed. <laughs> Samuel. Alex Mag Alex says that uh, Magu shouldn't have set as shouldn't have set aside if he knew he was only accused. Else, the whole world would have assumed that he was guilty before being investigated. Okay, but now that he's been investigated, do you think he can come back from this? Uh, we've got another message here, Sandra. Please, uh, we've discussed. Uh 
I don't think you're listening to Nigeria Info Kingsley. Check the dial that you're listening to, okay? <laughs> uh, Magu ought to have resigned, but resignation isn't in the dictionary of politicians and public office holders in this part of the world. You were talking about two commissioners of health the other time. These people think the offices they are occupying is their birthright. Kudos to you guys for the great job that you are doing, Stephen says. All right, we're going to take a quick break, a quick commercial break. We'll come back and we'll continue this conversation remember we're talking about the kinds of reforms that we expect from the efcc i'm sandra ezekwesley you're listening to hard facts on 99.3 nigeria info hard, hard facts will be right back well, well, welcome, welcome back, back to hard facts and we're back on 99.3 Nigeria info is 29 minutes to 6. What reforms does the EFCC need? We've got a former assistant director of the State Security Service on the show with us. He's also a security expert and political analyst Dennis Amakri. Uh, Mr. Amakri, the Senate refused to confirm Ibrahim Magu as EFCC chairman because according to them, they, refu- they received a, a security report from the State Security yes. Service saying that uh, yes. Magu was compromised by receiving expensive gifts, including payment of his rent from a politically exposed person. Now, you served in the SSS. Tell us how often this kind of thing happens. You know, how often does it happen that a security report of that nature is ignored by the president? Because remember, even after the Senate rejected Magu, the president sent his name to them again. And when they rejected him a second time, he just kept him on as acting chairman. How often does something like that happen? Uh, that is a very um, funny and unique thing about Magu. You know, because uh, when, he's re- when he's rejected the first time, they would have replaced him with somebody else. You know, and in fact, when he's even rejected the second time, the president should have removed him instead of allowing him to stay there for almost uh, five years. You know, so that that is very, very funny. And now, you know, the SSS wrote a report based on which he was being uh, interrogated or, you know, questioned. Now, for that kind of uh, report, if you read that report, the report is a very damning report where, in fact, his integrity has been called to question. And uh, he shouldn't be allowed to, um, you know, hold any public office. Because, of course, when you find out that uh, political exposed persons or people that are even being investigated are your friends, you know, it kills the integrity. Just like I said, mm. uh, your integrity becomes a question. So I think um, it's a situation where... Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe the president is very happy with him somewhere or what he has done and kept him on. But um, his later behavior apparently must have shown that uh, he's not the person that the president thought he was. Do you believe the SSS and the Senate have been vindicated by the current probe? Of course, definitely. Because uh, many people... Um, felt that uh, it was just a running battle between the SSS and the EFCC, especially when he tried to go and uh, arrest a former DG, you know, and uh, it was stopped uh, because that was above his pay grade, 
Nobody asked him to do go and do things like that, you know. But anyway, he himself wants to impress uh, the, the president or try to say that uh, um, he, he knows a lot and uh, he's a super cop. You know, now it is showing that under that uh, facade, we have somebody that is really, really um, uh, having a lot of questions to answer. Because let's give him the benefit of the doubt. It's still allegation until the panel proves him to be otherwise. Hmm. You know, because of the disagreement with the Senate over Margo's legitimacy, the EFCC did not submit its audited accounts to the National Assembly for four years. Some analysts have suggested that this was part of the reason why these assets could get lost because NAS could no longer scrutinize the EFCC's books. Do you agree with this? Do, do you think um, do, do you think uh, this is a black mark on the president's record that without the National Assembly he couldn't keep track of what the EFCC boss was doing an EFCC boss that he kept in office against the wishes of NAS well I agree in the sense that uh, of course he has to submit an audited account to the National Assembly every year hmm. but um, that is not done and then of course um, you know what we are doing here, the president came into power by saying that uh, he's going to fight corruption. And uh, just like one son said, uh, we are recovering looted property. Mm. We are not fighting corruption. You know, and uh, that is very true. Because if we want to fight corruption, what we are going to do is to put the institutions and gaps whereby it will not be easy for a person to steal or somebody to go ahead and uh, do those kind of things they are doing. But what we are doing is that we allow people to go ahead and steal, and that's what we are seeing right now in front of us. Even Mago himself knows that, well, if you can steal and hide it properly, nobody will know. And then if, if, they, if they steal it, uh, if they find out, they take it back from you. You know, that is not what fighting corruption is all about. You know, fighting corruption is one that we will do in such a way that you will be scared. You know, I don't know if you are aware, uh, when the Diagon was the 2IC to mm-hmm, the present president, mm-hmm. when he was uh, a head of state. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, at that time, the war against indiscipline was so tough that nobody, without the presence of an police man, you will not be on the street. You will not. When you go to a bus station, you fall in line. You don't rush into a bus. People were being disciplined. They just don't throw garbage on the streets. You know, because those are things that the government have done to make sure that you don't play that kind of game. You know, but right now, people can do whatever they like to do because nobody's enforcing the law. Hmm. People break uh, traffic lights because no, they know nobody will break the law. Uh, nobody is going to prosecute you. Nobody is going to enforce it. So it's the enforcement part that is our big problem in this country, whereby we cannot, we do things the way we like because we know that nothing can happen. Hmm. You know, you can do any kind of rubbish and then, okay, even if the policeman arrests you, uh, you can uh, grease his hand and he let you go. 
So people like just doing whatever they like to do in a country like this. You know, and that is not good for us. You know, there there have been some criticisms against the commission uh, uh, in the Mago years. Some people have said that the commission has mostly been ineffective in its prosecution of politically exposed persons, mostly scoring points in the media, but losing in court. How do you how do you assess this uh, criticism as an observer? Uh, of course, uh, that's very true because when you when um, the head of the EFCC is a friend to one of these uh, criminal mafias, all he has to do is to call, call the guy. You commit a crime and you run to your godfather, and then your godfather calls the bagu, and then you are let go, you know? So if they know that the head of the place is um, one that can play ball, you don't have any problem. And that spoils the image of uh, a very, very hard-working agency. You know, the EFCC is known to, at least they can try, you know, now that uh, their image is being rubbish all over the place, that agency is one tough agency that has done a lot for Nigerians. At least uh, I can tell you that uh, the EFCC is so respected that People don't, uh, before the impunity to steal was all over the place. But now, before you steal, you think again. You think again. And then, of course, you know that uh, if you steal, they will get to you. So it has, uh, in a way, tried to send some discipline into society. Uh, but we are still doing it wrongly, whereby they cannot be the ones that are investigating and they want to prosecute. Hmm. And then, of course, they want to seize the asset and keep them. You know, I've seen some people who have said that... Uh, so there there are three schools of thought I've seen with this Mago situation. I've seen people who have said it's a legitimate investigation. I've seen those who have said it's a political witch hunt. I've seen a third group who have said it doesn't matter if it's political or not. If he's guilty, he's guilty. Where do you lean? Do, does it matter whether it's political or not? Whether it is political or it is a witch hunt from the village or whatever, <laughs> I think it is good that it is happening right now. You know, because we cannot. Uh, if it was, a, it would be a witch hunt. If after investigation they discover that the guy didn't do anything, then we will say, oh, look at it. This guy is doing a good job. They are witch hunting him. You know? But even as the investigation is going on, we are discovering things. You know, things are coming out. Mm. So it is a legitimate investigation. Nobody's insulting him. And then, of course, he has brought this to himself because he tried to make the EFCC a political agency whereby we have even heard the head of a political party say that, hey, cross over to our party and all the crimes you've committed is going to be forgiven. Somebody said that. I don't know, Sandra, you remember that? <laughs> you know, so if that is the case, he has made it political himself. And many people are accusing him because they feel that, oh, this guy is just investigating people in the opposition party. He's not investigating people in our own party, you know. So uh, it becomes a problem between the political parties. 
Mm-hmm. You know, uh, an investigator, a professional investigator, is supposed to be neutral, and you're supposed to be, you know, with an open mind. You don't care whose ox is God, but he has made it political, and of course, he has brought this upon himself. Tenisa Macri is a former uh, assistant director of the State Security Service. He's also a security consultant as well as a political analyst. Thank you so much for lending your time to us on the show today. Always a pleasure talking to you, Mr. Macri. Thank you for having me. All right, Lagos, let's talk. Huh? Let me hear from you. What do you think about what my guest has said? What, what, what about the fact that the EFCC hasn't submitted audited accounts to the National Assembly for four years? What do you think about that? How would you reform the EFCC to make it more transparent? To make it corruption proof. I don't forget I had other questions on the show as well that I asked earlier on. Do you think Margo should have stepped aside once the panel summoned him? Or do you think he should have waited for the president to suspend him? I also asked what you thought about the fact that more than 300 houses are unaccounted for. Ah! What do you think about the EFC's internal processes for tracking these properties? And what do you think about what my guest has said in this interview? 0700-993-993-993. I'm going to give everybody two minutes so that we can take as many calls as possible and still have time to play just a minute. So everybody gets two minutes, huh? Huh? 0700-993-993-993. You can also send us a WhatsApp message. WhatsApp is OHO 959-75805. Tweet at us at Nigeria Info FM. Let me tell you, by the way, that tomorrow at 5... We're going to have a conversation about uh, the scandal currently rocking the NDDC tomorrow between 5 and 6. So make sure you're here for that conversation. Between 5 and 6, you and I, no guest, we're going to talk about the scandal rocking the NDDC. Before that, I'm going to be talking to three female lawyers uh, about the NBA elections. I want to find out what kinds of, uh, um, uh, what's, what's the word now, obstacles stand in the way of female lawyers in Nigeria. Great conversation coming your way tomorrow at 4. So um, I think you should just tune into Nigeria Info 99.3 and stay tuned until Hard Facts comes on at 3. Because we've got the big three coming your way first and then Glass Ceiling. And then, of course, the big Hard Fact where we talk about the NDDC. I've got my first caller on the line. Hello, Chidi Ebere. Thanks for calling. Oh, oh thanks, Emilio. Yes. Um, a scene of six. The blame should go to Mr. President after the um, the House of Assembly had rejected Mago. He should have considered their rejection and made and, and make another option, but he he neglected those you know rejection. Hmm. So you see, we are everything has landed us into. That's my submission. All right, thank you for calling to submit it. Ninety nine point three. Hello. Hello? Okay, I'm not sure that person even realizes we picked their call. Hello? Hello, good evening. Good evening, what's your name? This is Okangbelina. I'm calling from Mafuluku. Welcome. Go ahead. Hello? Oh no, what happened? What just happened? What just happened? Call me back uh, if you can, the guy from Mafuluku. But uh, sorry about that. 99.3. Hello? Hello? 
Okay. Phone lines look like they've gone crazy again. <laughs> okay, let's go to WhatsApp where we have your thoughts. At least WhatsApp will not go crazy on me. We've got a comment here, Joseph, who says that the solution to corruption in this country is for... Mm, no, Mm-mm. I disagree with you. We've got this person who says that a police should not head the EFCC, a Supreme Court judge with senior advocates, members of the bench on the board uh, should be the ones heading the EFCC. The police can do the investigation. And that's a message from Alex, who is in Victoria Island. Alex, thank you for sending your message in. Uh, Nigerians are disappointed with our corrupt leaders. The president shouldn't have left this man until today do you recall that the nfiu nfiu was shattered some days ago hope it's not what i'm thinking ike says let me talk to praise in lecky praise hello thanks for calling okay mr prince not praise prince prince oh mr prince welcome yes uh, can i talk about the bejuleki something oh no 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 oh. we've moved on from that okay Mago, okay i know you know the current i've been following it we are on Mago's uh, case uh, yes we are mm. Okay, um, on Magu, um, I think uh, the the government cost uh, from, from the presidency, uh, the problem is from them. Uh, the Senate haven't rejected him. The government, uh, the uh, president should have uh, put an uh, open eye to monitor uh, his activities and not allow him to do things uh, the way he has done it to give him uh, such loopholes. You know, it's, uh, the, this uh, kind of high office is tempting. And then they, they, they should know that the, the former Senate president and then are uh, not vindicated because they rejected him and the government accepted him. And look at the mess of himself. So if he's found guilty, let him face the music. That's my submission. All Thank right. You. Thank you for calling to make it. Kenneth is on the line. Hello, Kenneth. Hello. How are you? Welcome to the show. Uh, Sandra. Hmm. Good evening, Ma. Good, good evening, sir. Good evening, my sister. Hmm. There's no, they should leave Magu alone. Okay. On my own, uh, because if you want to cut the uh, neck, mm. eh? Mm-hmm. You cut from, uh, you really cut the neck, the head will follow. This uh, our guy, old Baba, mm. he know very well. Uh, unless you don't go to school, they tell him. Eight assembly tell and say this man. Before even call them that hand, say what it happen? Maybe this man gets a crocodile for body. Hmm. You know, call them. They were doing on political. This man no good. This man, uh, this assembly now political party. You know, be my own party. Even if these people waited there now, anything where Baba Kari go give them this. Go to fight. Why would they want to kill the man? Because Baba knows what the man go kill the do. Now, check and balance. Some people, they carry grammar, they spoil everything. They, they tell us, we don't recognize this man. Now, those who the only man who do for Nigeria here. There's the retired police officers. There's, Nigeria have intellectual people. Mm. Our Baba Liva is getting to they say when breeze blow, we see fire night. We don't see them now. More is coming. <laughs> and and again, as you say, uh, Sandra, please mm. help me for one thing. Mm. All the radio stations mm-hmm. that I am a listener, okay. they have one line, two line, three line. Mm. 
this 
Exactly. In moment, we don't fight this corruption. Nigeria is not moving anywhere. Look, we want to talk about the NDC later now. Or maybe tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow, fine. What's going on in Nigeria? People are crying. No development, no good road, no good But you remember that with Margo's own, SSS had a report that they gave the Senate. And Senate said, we don't want. Mr. President said, it must be him. But this is a conversation that will continue. It's a rolling conversation. So let's leave it at that. Because remember, I said everybody gets two minutes. Thank you so much, Prince YS, for calling into the show. Lagos, that's where we wrap up today's conversation. I am back on your air tomorrow at three. Don't forget, we're going to talk to lawyers. So if you know a lawyer... A female, a male, tell them to listen to the show tomorrow. Uh, if you also know um, uh, anybody who's interested in hearing about the scandals rocking the NCDC, tell them to be here as well tomorrow uh, between 3 and 6. I have a great show coming your way. I am online as S. Ezekwesli. Those are your hard facts, Lagos. Good night.